everyone. This is your host of What is Video. It's Matteo Pascale. The reason I haven't been uploading weekly as much lately is because I've been uploading weekly episodes since October 2019, and I feel like I've, I need to take a break and rest from doing weekly episodes. Basically, I'm going to try to put out at least one to two episodes a month. If you don't really follow me on social media, I uploaded to a several different platforms, the Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and the KirklandComedy.com, a little compilation titled Open Mic Riffing. Basically, the, the video title is what the video premise is. It says it all, pretty much. So before I get into my little dialogue with Mike Racine, comedian Mike Racine, uh, I just like to present. Um, I, I just really like recycling content. So I've been playing the ripped audio of open mic riffing, the ripped audio to video, and here it is. Well, it's like Adderall. Well, yeah, I'm on a lot of prescriptions, a lot of drugs, yeah. You know, uh, in high school, like, I had no confidence at all. Zero, zero percent of confidence. I thought it was confident going to school high in Zerp. We don't know that is, that's NyQuil mixed with cough syrup and alcohol. I was like, I'm ready to take this test and party with Flavor Flav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How bad is it? Yeah, not that bad. I'm not a drug control. I don't have pills for it. Uh, damn. I can give you a recommendation for a good doctor who's suffering from still. Uh, no. Okay, that's good. <laughs> the, guy, the, guy, I mean, the guy is great, though. The guy is phenomenal. Dave is superhero. What? The Dave is superhero? Yeah, Yamala. Oh, The fact that he did your mama's jokes. Oh, wow. Yes. Being so gangster on stage. Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, yes, I am. Optimus Prime, yeah. I'm not into Transformers. I am not into that fucking white trash shit. He's not white. Incest. Oh, that's a great job, catch. I love incest porn. It's not real, but they're not really the stepmothers. Who's next? And stepsisters. Here? I'm I think I, you asked for it, I'm giving it to you. You just said you'd like to. <laughs> I do, you know, it's all about the, the fantasy. I'm an only child, so it's not wrong when I do it. <laughs> you want me to take your photos? No. no, no I, oh, I, thought, I thought that was your job. Now, let's get into the real issue of this episode with the audio, dialogue, and interview of Mike Racine. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic. Hey, sorry, something's wrong with my phone and it doesn't, um, like, it goes right to voicemail the first time. What a bizarre thing. I know. I don't know what to do about it. Oh. I guess I got to call Verizon. I don't think that's a Verizon issue. It might be a hardware issue. Really? It could be like, is it cell service, you think? Like, because this call goes through. So it has to be the hardware of the phone. That might be an Apple thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, sometimes my phone gets a little, I don't know, weird. But it did It did it with my old phone, too. That's bizarre. It's very bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so, so no one can ever get in touch with me if they call. Very bizarre, yeah. 
Yeah. Good to know. I just thought, like, oh, you're busy with your kid. No, no. So you his mother. <laughs> start this podcast episode off. So, Mike, you started a new podcast. Yep. Explain it to the world. Um, it's called Out for Smokes. You know, the idea behind the show is that just like, uh, you know, I have a kid, so, you know, in case I die, I'll, I'll be able to leave him something. I don't have any money to leave him, so, um, you know, I can leave him a podcast with uh, my friends and and uh, with all my, you know, life advice and opinions and stuff like that. So if I if I'm ever not around, it'll be like he can listen to the podcast and have a father. What a lovely sentimental idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a cool idea. I mean, you know, the thing with podcasts is like, you know how it is. You have to. There has to be like a, some kind of hook. Yep. You know, for people to, um, and then you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to be too rigid with your definition of the show because then it kind of like it, you limit yourself, but then you don't want to get too far away from the original concept of the show either. Very true. You know? So you I start... feel like the Are You Garbage guys kind of have it figured out. They have a good... Didn't they have like 17 horrible podcasts before he started that one? Uh, that's what I heard. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about horrible. Yeah, it was probably you know, it was probably dog shit. I've, I've seen clips. I haven't seen together. like full episodes, but it was pretty brutal, the clips I've seen. Of their other shows? Yeah, on YouTube. There are tons of compilations. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. So yeah, st- it's a it's a funny thing how that works. <laughs> so, like, whose idea was to start a Discord server for the show? Sean's. Oh, really? Discord is really beating Reddit now of users. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was like, it was a smart idea to uh, do because like Reddit never really had the option to like add monetization for podcasts. Discord uh-huh. does. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about the internet, and it's okay. um. Because I always thought, because like I, I started comedy in 2006, so like, the 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 thing for me was like, you know, do a lot of stand up, get really good at stand up, get on, you know, do do Montreal, which I did when I was like five years into comedy, you know, do JFL, do TV, do late night, do a do a half hour special, you know, and then after that, do your hour specials and work the road and and stuff like that. All and, of which you've done successfully. Uh, but I, all, all that I've kind of done, but I I always look down. I kind of look down on like internet people. Like I always. I do as like, well. They're very not talented. Not to say you're not talented, but people on the internet. But but they but but now I'm like oh how do I do that because they have the, you know they have the platform and they have the numbers and everything. So now I have to, to sort of figure out that whole, that whole thing, and I'm slowly kind of coming around to it, and uh, you know trying to. Well, I guess trying to build up YouTube, build up TikTok, and uh, yeah, I don't know, but it's such a. But now it's like that's kind of the only path forward for myself that I that I see is just uh, building a following on the internet. And you kind of uh, have one Twitter. Your Twitter's like how many like thousand? Um, you know, it's weird because I have like like twenty close to twenty eight thousand on or yeah, close to twenty eight thousand on Twitter. But that's not really anything that you can wor- work with, and it, I. I I don't feel like that's there's a lot of people that are on Twitter. They're not. No. Yeah, you're right. You are right about that one. Like I feel like Twitter's like the mall that nobody it's like it's like a uh people make TikToks about abandoned malls. Yeah. That's Twitter. No, it makes sense. Makes sense what you're saying. 
Yeah. To uh, pivot to get more little obnoxious, more obnoxious on the show. Tell me, what were you thinking when you publicly said you had sex with your mother? Uh, when I was nine. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I was just trying stuff out. I think I was workshopping. Um, okay. you know, it was fourth grade, and uh, I feel like I had said stuff like that before. Like there were other. You know, I would just make like kind of weird jokes like that. Yes. And I didn't think it would get the reaction that it did. I mean, I talk about this on my album. I have an album on, you can hear it on Spotify or wherever. Oh, yeah. It's called Union Delegate. And I tell the story about how, like, you know, yeah, it was like maybe that was my first bomb ever. I was, I was nine years old and, uh, I said that I had sex with my mom. I thought that would be funny. And then everybody, everybody was like, what? What did you say? And they and they all started laughing at me, and then I just couldn't like take, and I just cracked and I started crying. I had a similar experience four years ago. I was on a podcast in Long Island with a big following, uh-huh. and the guy told me to free verse raps. I forget the whole spiel. It was, yeah. it was like a fucking yeah. slit your wrist. I'll kiss you. I hit you. I'll kiss you like my sister. Mm-hmm. And th- basically, the whole reaction came out like you explained. Right, and it's like. I, you know, this the, the the thing you hear about about doing comedy, like the advice you get is like, oh, it's really tough. You got to have thick skin. You can't, you know, you can't worry about, you can't care what other people think. You got to like do your thing. But we're not, um, you know, we're not made of stone. No, we are not. And there, there are there. I, I've had, I've had in the past probably five years, I've had two. I think I've had two instances where I felt like I was on stage and I like wanted to cry. Okay. <laughs> it's like this weird thing because you, I mean, you know, you're up there, you got the microphone, you're supposed to be in control. You're the professional. Like everyone's listening to you, Yeah. you know? And, uh, yeah, I was at a college and I did one of my jokes and I, and the set I guess is not going great, but the thing is like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like anyway, I get a, I, I get it. There's a kid and he goes, I hear a get off the stage um, from the audience. Yeah. And I, I just wasn't ready for that. I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I can deal with I can deal with silence. I can deal with crowds not being, you know, like the hostility or the like, I just feel they're not with me with a lot of my stuff. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but when somebody says get off the stage, it's like. It's like, oh, shit, that's it's brutal. like. It's it's brutal and 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 if I knew it was gonna happen, I would I could have been I don't know like it just it just totally takes you off guard. <laughs> okay. And you're like, wait, what? And then you're like, well, I'm well, I'm supposed to like, as the performer, I'm supposed to deal with that. I'm supposed to like make this into something funny. I'm supposed to you know, I'm supposed to make this guy cry. I'm supposed to be like, hey, what's your name, bitch? And you know, bring him up on stage and pull his pants down and spank or something like that. Yeah. And then the whole the whole audience is supposed to go like yeah, and they're supposed to go Mike, 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 and like carry me out of the theater, you know, like a king, beautiful, like a king, yeah. And this was like I, and I was like, oh, okay, and I forget what happened, and I just felt like I was like, if I don't keep this together, if I don't keep this together, I'm gonna run off the stage and cry. It's, uh, uh. and I I just wasn't like ready. I just wasn't ready for it. And then it happened another time I was on stage and it was like, I guess it was this variety show that I was doing in Virginia. This guy, 
puts together these shows. <laughs> it sounds lovely. Yeah, this guy in Char- in Charlottesville, there's this guy who's like a promoter, and I guess he puts together he put he he puts together a lot of shows like down there, and his producer. And um, I was doing this joke about like. I'm like, the joke is like, people act like our grandparents, the way our grandparents were meeting was so sweet and romantic, but everybody's, everybody's grandmother got fingered in a bathroom. The only difference is it was probably a segregated bathroom. So, so really all I say is segregated bathroom. And, uh, <laughs> this, this girl just goes, fuck you. <laughs> like, I don't even think she, I don't even think she was listening to the, to what I was saying. She just heard segregated bathroom. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like literally. Yeah. Right. And, and, but but then it makes you go fuck. Am I like, am I at, like actually hurting these people? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I really don't know. And it was the same thing. It was like, fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna break down. Oh my god. Uh, I feel like that's a natural response to being attacked, though. I don't know. No, it probably is. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike, give me the 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 details and the scoop of your your private investigator relatives. Just not not enough information to identify them, but just to gist who they are. Um, well, so my grandma is like really mean and conservative. Yeah, my grandma had five kids. My mom is the second youngest. Um, so my grandma is like yeah, like. Like, really mean. She's gotten better lately. Um, but very conservative. And then my mom, my mom's younger brother, who's like the baby in the family, is like a big mama's boy. Yes. So he's probably the most, I think, maybe to like, to like make his mother happy. He's like also very conservative. Um, he's married to. My aunt, who's like a Catholic, who's a very co- like cold Catholic woman. Okay. Um, she used to be a state trooper, which okay. I don't know that much about. But if you, but she does have, she does have very like a like a very, she does have very much of like a cop attitude. <laughs> like, like I feel like if you if you were like, if you were like, oh my god, this lady cop shot a family. You might picture her face like on the news, you know, <laughs> she's like a very kind of like quiet, uh, Catholic, you know, Catholic yeah, woman it, yeah. who loved, who loved mad TV, by the way. They, that's they that's watched, interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. They watched a lot of mad TV. They liked, they liked comedy. I remember one time we were watching. Yeah. My family's just very like, you don't realize how weird your family is until you like, like don't live with them anymore. And you're like, oh, you're just like a bunch of like freaks. There's like a lot of. Because I, I come from a pretty normal, like, you know, middle class, you know, my grandparents were factory workers, uh-huh. but I just think there's a lot of darkness in my family. There's a lot of, like, trauma and and unresolved issues and, you know, like, that they just don't talk about. Everybody's everybody's really angry, um, and it's just, it, they're just, like, these, like, black holes, kind of, you know? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... And I remember one time I, I was I was staying over at I was staying over at my cousin's house, uh, and um, we rented Wayne's World. We, rent, we rented Wayne's World too. That's what I was thinking, and, actually. And do you remember in Wayne's World too? There's a scene where Mike Myers he he fights his uh, he fights his girlfriend's like Japanese dad. Yes. It's James Hong is the plays him. Yeah. And he like there's a scene where like they're fighting each other with karate, 
and he like kicks James Hong in the balls, <laughs> and then these like two brass balls fall out of his fall out of his pants. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, and my my uncle and my cousin were laughing, and I was like, I don't I don't get it. Like, are those supposed to be his balls? And my my aunt was like, Michael, like she like shushed me, you know. Okay. For 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 asking about a movie that we had all rented and we were all watching. It's interesting. And uh, yeah, and uh, one time me and my cousin we were trying to rent a movie, and um, and we were we thought we 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 were like, what should we rent? There's, I don't know what movie we should watch, and we like we were like, eh, why don't we rent my best friend's wedding? He <laughs> <laughs> just didn't know anything about movies. Yeah. And uh, and then so um, my aunt had to like call my dad and be like. Is is my best friend's wedding appropriate for them to watch? And then she was like, "No, I don't think that's appropriate for you guys." So we like couldn't rent because it was that weird time, you know, like when you're between being a kid and being a teenager. You know, when you start to lo- you start to lose interest in like kids' movies, and yeah. you become okay. more interested in, um, you know, you become more interested in like adult movies. That's that's interesting. That's a great segue to the next point. Wait, so so my but my my anyway, long story short, my aunt was a, my aunt Mary Ellen, she was a state trooper. And uh-huh. then my my uncle um is just a conservative, like fucking weirdo. <laughs> um but so they had a they had a private they I, I don't think they have the business anymore, but they have they have a private uh detective a private investigation company and um it's uh, the business card said, We are retired New Jersey State troopers. <laughs> But my uncle was never a trooper. His wife was. So he's like stealing state trooper. He's stealing cop valor from his wife. Yeah. All lives. No. no what was it again? Blue lives. I, I fucking have the hashtag. All, yeah. All law enforcement matters. Yeah. No. I was. There was a particular hashtag and I can't remember what it was. Anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, moving forward, I remember yeah. he said while on a sit down on a Patreon episode, never say to a woman he got a beautiful pussy. But what if you said it in terms of uh, saying it like Johnny Bravo? Um, I didn't really watch Johnny Bravo. Okay, so you want to get that? How did he talk? Like you got a beautiful pussy. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what what context did I say that in? You just opened the episode like that once and never and oh, never yeah. addressed it. That's funny. Well, you know how podcasting is. It's just like you got to just fill the time. You yeah. Know? So it's like you just you have to dig into your, you know, nobody, nobody has, nobody has two hours of things to talk about every week. No, they don't. I mean, maybe, maybe you could do two hours a week, but, but I was doing during the pandemic, I was doing a, 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 day, a show every day. Yeah, I know. And I just didn't have stuff to talk about every single day. <laughs> and it was like, it was exhausting. Oh, I can heavily imagine it was. And, uh, yeah, and you go, like, well, late night guys do it, but they have a team of writers and everything in segments and yeah, stuff like and that. Yeah, like, filler and commercial breaks. Yeah, and then Jimmy Fallon is allowed to, like, rape kids when he wants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Jimmy Kimmel just cheats on his wife constantly. I, I've never heard that. Is that, is that a no, rumor? Yeah, start, yeah, we should start it. <laughs> Let's um, do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel is addicted to pussy. <laughs> uh, I, I think most he men has, are. Yeah. Anyway. He has an insatiable desire for pussy. I already do as well. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Beautiful. Um. But uh. <laughs> uh what you were yeah, saying? Oh, here's a good one. 
Can you tell the story about involving your first CD with me reminding you and forming what has slurs on it? Um, what about that? No, oh, no, just uh, I remember you told the story a few times. I just think it's funny for my listeners to hear it from you. Oh, yeah. Well, I have. So when I was uh, 21, I released an album. I was I didn't know I was three years into comedy, but I, I was three years into comedy because I thought I had I did it a little bit in high school. So I would tell people that, you know, okay. oh, I've been doing comedy for you know six years when really I didn't start. I don't think I started till like 2006. OK, Um. but um, yeah, so I released this album. I don't even know if the album is good. I'm sure. I'm sure there's probably some decent jokes. No, on there, there are. But... I've listened to it twice. There, yeah, there definitely are de- decent segments. Okay. Um, but it's definitely not something that I'm proud of, and not something <laughs> I maybe should have done. But I, I guess I, I guess I should have done it because it's like, you know, you it's, did it. You it happened. Like a, yeah. Yeah. You ha- it, yeah. And yeah. you get to close. You get to close the book on on that material. You know. Um. But uh, look, all I'll say is, you know, it was a different time. No, of course, absolutely. Uh, like, like things, culture kind of changes so fast, and like, there was a thing where where certain slurs, like, you could get around. I I feel like you just shouldn't use, like, you should just shouldn't use slurs. No, I agree. <laughs> Absol- I absolutely agree. In this in this day and age, right? There's yeah. No, there's like no reason to say slurs because they like, you know, they just like hurt people. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But but you know, back in the day, there was a little more. There was a little more leniency. Obviously, like Sarah Silverman blackface. Sarah Silverman blackface, Jimmy Fallon blackface. You know, like Jimmy Kimmel wore blackface on the Man Show, and it's just yeah. like there weren't enough. You didn't. You just didn't hear from people that were upset by that stuff. So. So yeah, I, I tell a story on my on my album <laughs> where I'm quoting somebody on a subway. Yeah, and if you want to know what I said, you you can Venmo me ten dollars and I'll mail you a CD. <laughs> Dude, please do that. Make Mike money for his kid. Yeah. Anyway, talking about your kid. This is the last segment of the show. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you were talking about on several different forums. Your son, you think he's a homosexual? Hypothetically, you're saying, I guess. Yeah. My question well, is maybe, maybe okay. My my question is to you: What if he's not gay but highly effeminate? Um, I don't know anybody who is like not gay but highly effeminate, effeminate except me, I guess. <laughs> okay, that's a good comeback. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I just, I just, I just wouldn't want my kid to ever like feel like he has to hide who he is or, you know. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't even thinking that. Who he is. I was not even thinking that. But he, if he's, if he, I mean, if he's not gay, but he's effeminate, I think he'll do really well. Probably. The reason I asked him, he's out of a cousin. Now I'm not going to say his name. He's a dick, but like, mm-hmm. He's really into role play, not sexually. Like uh, I don't know how to explain this. He's like, an actor. No, his my other cousin got evicted last minute, and he needed a place to stay. So, he, uh. and my other cousin, who's into role play, showed up to his house dressed up as a realtor, like and like was showing him around other places, like he had uh, access to from like whatever reason. Uh-huh. So like he's giving a tour of his giant mansion, and they're like. 20 guys walking like who he lives with. It's like a weird kind of like 
boarding house situation. Like, and they were like, "We're not cool if your relative living here with us." Oh yeah, but like the way he was dressed uh, when my other cousin told told the story about the other relative, he was dressed in a fucking red button down shirt with like a white jacket kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the way you Jeez. remember, you remember, see, remember the episode of Always Sunny? Oh yeah, yeah, that's oh. how he was dressed. Uh-huh. That's funny. It's beautiful. Uh, uh, we, we uh, Mike, uh, we got our uh, time. Uh, tell me what you have to plug before we end this episode. Um, just check out my my new podcast, After Smokes. Uh, it's a lot of fun to do, and um, I'll be in Chicago this week with uh, Nick Mullen at the Lincoln Lodge, mm. and uh, and um, yeah, that's it. You can follow me on uh, Twitter at Mike Racine, Instagram Mike Racine Comedy. And TikTok at Microsoft. It's beautiful. Hey, I rarely do this, but I had to make a uh, redo the ending for the podcast because the original ending dialogue of Microsoft was atrocious on my part. So uh, t- I'm just to take the time here, just record a little something for everyone to make it wind down the episode. Yeah, I know the episode's a little shorter than usual. Because lately, when I upload podcast episodes of Let Us Be Idiots, I try to get an exact 30 minutes. But I feel like it works as what it is. I took some time off just to refresh myself, get better at podcasting. I just feel like the break, the hiatus was needed, as I stated earlier in the episode. But anyway, I'll see you next month, possibly with a new episode. And uh, I'm going to cut it. Representing on Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lou B, U B, Roar, that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. Dames take the reins, act a fool with my pin pains. Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick. No, call me PMS, probably million stacking. No, no, let's go. Drop lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a nope. ish. Lighting their ways up, bring the real deal. I feel we too much. Make them all squeal, mohill in my clutch. Make them out and now, Ruby, lighting it up. Got you saying, well, Lindy, you be raw, that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots.